Purple Mango. Welcome to Purple Mango. Here's another segment with your boy, a.k.a. Bionic Mark. I got a special guest for you guys. It's going to be an amazing listening experience. This is going to be an airgasm, sort of. I've got the very amazing and special Holly Van Vost. Before you even say something, I want to tell you guys, I met this lady two years ago. I'm doing photography. I'm in Macy's. I'm just there hanging out. This lady comes in. She's like, hey. And I'm like, hey, can I take your picture? She's like, with my shirt on or off? And I'm like, what, is this a trick question? I'm like, off. Boom. She takes her shirt off in the middle of Macy's. And I'm doing like a photo shoot with a topless woman with a camera and a little mustache. <laughs> it was the most amazing experience I've ever had in my life. Mm. How are you, Holly? Great. How are you tonight? Doing good, man. I mean, it's been really quiet. Where have you been? I mean, is it because it's winter? You can't go out topless? What's going on? How are you? I'm in Kentucky. <laughs> in Kentucky? What are you doing in Kentucky? Uh, I'm starting a gallery. You're starting a gallery? Yeah. So, yeah. uh, here's the name Guns and Waffles. Guns and Waffles. I That's... ended up in, in Kentucky just by many, many chances and perhaps fate. And what I see around here is guns, and I really want to paint them. I, I really am an artist more than anything. That's even kind of why I did what I did topless. But you didn't have to leave New York to be surrounded around guns. You was around guns in New York all day long. What's good with well, that? Well, the thing is, well, the thing is, like. In New York, you can't buy the kind of BB guns that I am because I think there's a there's a really huge subculture of really thick, even tactical BB guns and pellet guns, and I think that's really interesting. Anyway, that's what I'm starting with because it's legal, and you could not ever really buy a lot of these in New York. Wow. You know, I, I don't, you know so it's it's just really interesting. I'm coming in contact with something that I also want to like document. Like, I documented the topless shock syndrome I ran into all over New York. So you're looking like you're trying to live, like, the normal, regular life. Like, you left New York where you're always in the papers. I, I mean, I, one time I saw, like... I wasn't always in the papers. I saw you, like, you were... <laughs> something Bill Clinton was in town, and you were over there with your shirt oh, off. I hit a lot of people. Him. I hit a lot of people. And I have, like, footage from almost everything. Like, you know, Jimmy Fallon at Barnes & Noble, uh... Bill Cosby Did you stick your breasts I mean, I in Jimmy Fallon's face? What? Did you stick your breasts in Jimmy Fallon's face? Like, how did that work no, out? No, no, I was very far away from Jimmy. I was really, really far away from Jimmy. Because there were a lot of people there. There were a lot of people there, but it's really more about just like, look, I wanted to promote a subculture called punk drag. With punk all drag. These amazing people like Storgy Soar and Crystal Something Something and Mary Joe Cameltoe at these clubs I went around in. I really love New York. Right. And there was a subculture in New York that I wanted to... I was a photographer. There's tons of my photography online on Flickr. Right. I mean, lunch jockey. And I just, you know, I it just developed. I was just like... And it didn't always develop at once, the breast and the mustache, so it's funny. But I was So like, what are you saying? You, you, like, no you, one's ever going to forget a, a topless mustache photographer so you use it as like a like a branding kind of a it way to get totally attention for your for your photography yeah, totally and painting cause, yeah because i'm a night i was a nightclub photographer for many years jesus the whole time uh, i'm thinking you're like a champion activist for women's rights and the no, laws and stuff but no, i'm a seriously non-altruistic so you're not the leader of topless women for new york city 
No, you know what? I actually, it's really funny because I just came from it from my own angle, and that angle was artistic, and it had nothing to do with activism, and that's why I've tried not to get into activism, which has been very hard wow. for me because that means the activists hate me just as much as the other people. Like, and, and I'm not saying hate, you know, but but it's really so many activists don't like what I did, just like regular people didn't. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with what I did. I was being yeah. You got to bring attention to yourself and whatever and, you're they promoting. Act like really. For some reason, like, if you're not topless and being an activist, like, you're an attention whore. Wow. And, and I find that just ridiculous because what are the, what are, where would activists, see, the thing is I just wanted to jump over the whole activist thing because I didn't want to do it anyway. I was like, I want to be creative. So are you I like. I even thinking about tits. I mean, I just, you know. So you like the are you like the on the number one list for NYC cops? Like I heard recently you won. I'm sure a lot of them know me. They all know me in the court system. So I heard like I you you court. won some money recently. Is that true? Well, I didn't win it, but there was a settlement uh, against the NYPD in the city of New York. Is a ten count. You got to tell me how you won against the NYPD because I heard you can't even sue them. Uh, well, I did. I don't. You know what? Technically, I don't know who I was. Suing, like, because I'm not a legal Sue everybody. activist type person. But I was awarded a certain amount of money, and so were my lawyers. And I loved my lawyers, Ron Kuby and Katie Rosenfeld. I can't. Ron like, no Kuby. They, are they Jewish? All. They sound Jewish. Ron Kuby. I don't know what Ron is. They're Jewish. But, um, it's all right. Everybody knows. If you want to, if you get a good lawyer, you get make sure it's Jewish. Everybody knows that. <laughs> you know what? I, I just wanted the best one I could, and Rock. And the Jews, no, get up. So. Katie Rosenfeld also is a really great lawyer. I'm just not going to. They've been so good to me. They've been right. good to me to my family. So I'm like, sorry, that's it. So and and so it. tell me why you moved to New, uh, to uh, Kentucky? Like, is it good living down there? I mean, it's how's amazing. that money? Is that money going a long it's way? It's, it's going like, like when you can get a two floor, twenty by seventy studio space. 20 by 70 feet, two floors, for $400 a month. I'm like, what? I don't, you know, I don't. Two floors? And, but I'm from the boonies. Yeah, two major floors. Damn. You couldn't even buy 10 by 10 in New York. It's just crazy. I mean, you, you can't know, even get a pair of sneakers no for $400 in New York. Fuck, four by four, two no, floors, really blah, blah, blah. For a month. Holy and shit. And it's a beautiful space, and it's like, I get to paint, I get to have my dream come true. You know, and I didn't get a huge settlement because, like, you know, no one wanted to really give me any money because they all thought I was an attention whore. And I'm like, well, you know what? New York City is full of attention whores. Right. Didn't you? Aren't you, and like, on the A list of everything? Everything New York? Like, you would have been the quintessential. We're all. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. <laughs> Go. All I'm saying is, look, this isn't like Lenny Bruce, all right? Right. Was, I wasn't doing anything illegal. I was doing stuff that was legal for two decades. And I saw some really hot... like Lenny Bruce. And I, I went through ten, a 10-count ten incident, a 10-count lawsuit. And that's like that's like a class action suit with one person, right? I went around top of hundreds and hundreds of times all over the right. Bronx, like in my neighborhood. Yeah, and I saw, I saw a couple like, times in the news, like two really hot girls will come out of New York City and, and get arrested and the whole nine. Like, what's the deal with that? Like, how come the cops don't even know the laws? Like, was I, it your I job? Really, I don't think people did it enough for the cops to pay attention. But you know what was really messed up was like so many people call 911 on exposed breasts. And right. I'm sorry, if you're going to call 911 on exposed breasts, you have a big problem. 
in New York City. No That's pretty crazy. There's no emergency that can ever happen unless it's like damaged psyches from people brainwashing their kids. And, you know, a lot of the things I did touched on things that no one really has talked about. There's mm. no one who's ever had the balls to run around near a city like I did in front of celebrities and politicians and news pumps. Tons of people have seen me, but it's like a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're just an attention whore, so we won't give you any attention. Wow. So, you like, know? before we wrap it up, I wanted to talk a little bit of really quickly about, like, a documentary. I heard you have a documentary yeah. coming out. Yeah, Can you tell us a little about it, where we could find you, and that kind of thing? Yeah. Go for no, it. No, it's called Topless Shock Syndrome. And you can, it's like a paper download or view on uh, Vimeo, and it's, I think it's three ninety nine, and it's made by Talent Films, and it really, it has a lot of the history behind it. And what's it about, really quickly? It's, it's, it's about, like, it's a historical take on what I did. It's not exactly what I would do, but it was like, it has Ramona Santorelli, and, who was, like, the woman responsible for the ruling, allowing women to be in New York as long as her work with like the top three seven so that's really important and there's Moira Johnson who would run around New York too you know quite a bit you know I mean she really you know she got you know a good amount of attention too where could we find you like you oh, know your Twitter the whole nine yards www.toplessshocksyndrome.com and, and that's where the documentary is. I'm on Twitter uh, under Lens Jockey and Facebook under Holly Bambo. Awesome, man. Thank you so much, Holly, for joining us. We really appreciate it. We had a great time talking, you know. Thanks. Definitely. This is another episode of Purple Mango, baby. You know how we do it. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Kirby Cups for pro uh, promoting us. Also, Bon Fun and everybody that's uh, part of this whole movement. Thank you, guys, a.k.a. Bonic Mark. We out. isn't afraid to go topless to express her point of view. Holly Von Vost is, and her alter ego Harvey Von Toast is uh, one of New York's topless personas. She has appeared at book signings inside of churches and courthouses on the Staten Island Ferry, at movie premieres, and even in front of schools. Her methods are abrasive and her career is, her message is clear. Women shouldn't be afraid of showing off who they are physically and mentally. Holly joins me now to expand on that message. Hey there, Holly. Um, so uh, obviously Hi, there's so doing? many different types of expression. Why is this one so important to you? Well, it, it actually like came about as an offshoot of what I was doing. I was, I'm a photographer, and I've been shooting a lot of uh, a certain group of drag uh, people that I found really interesting as an artist. And this character, Harvey Vantost, just developed out of that and then when I was doing that I I found out somehow that it was legal to be topless in New York State so I thought well that's cool I can go out and and promote me and these other artists like who work in nightclubs in the city uh, as an artist you know as a character I made up but then I started getting arrested I've been arrested over 10 times I've been involuntarily hospitalized once for six days you know, just for doing something that's legal because, you know, the, the police force was not adequately educated on this, I, I don't think. And also, 
the, the public didn't really know, especially when I started about two years ago. I've done this for about two years, countless, I mean, just like all the time. I've done it in the Bronx. And I'd like to say that uh, earlier, some gentleman said there's a lot of crazy people out there, and that might frighten people off. And that's very common to think that. But truthfully, what happens is the only time I've really been attacked was by a mother with her daughter right next to her outside of a school. If you thirsty, Kirby's Cups. Free 24-7 delivery in NYC. Twitter and IG. At Kirby's Cups, call 917-417-5845. He's got mad flavors, y'all. Strawberry lemonade, Chinola Nemo, the Rihanna, Henny Culotta, my motherfucking favorite, Blue Hawaiian, the Purple Motherfucker. They come in two sizes. I only drink 16 ounces, but if you want, you can get the 8 ounce for 5. The 16 is 10. Call my nigga at 917-476-5845. Purple Mango!